You're in tune to the Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Uh, turn the music up inside my session. These folks gotta hear my message. Bringing balanced black radio to the masses. All right, everybody. One, two, one, two. What's going on? You're now in tune to another session of the syndicated worldwide Fusebox Radio Broadcast. Bringing the balance back to black radio each and every single week via your favorite media outlet of choice, whether it's via your favorite podcast app, internet radio station, land radio station, cultural website, and more with a mix of old and new school tunes repping the black diaspora, commentary, and at times interviews here and there in the talk and interview mix and music mix. You got myself, DJ Fusion. On the side, you got my bro who does the same thing. Let me have him go on ahead and introduce himself. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, back, shining bright for the whole wheel, wide world, galaxy, and solar system, of course, is a solar world, black hawk, and DJ Fusion. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we're so glad that you were able to stop by and listen, come by and check us out. Yes, indeed, we're coming to get down, shout out all the loyalists and people who've already been listening aboard, of course, much love to the new people aboard. Glad to have you. Hey, hey, you bored. And uh, we're definitely not going to keep you bored. We're going to keep you absorbed. Little corny, of course. DJ Fusion, give him some more. Yeah, yeah, yep. Back up in here. Um, trying yeah, to get a yeah. full show in this week, like um, we've talked about previously. Life has been a bit hectic on both of our ends on multiple levels. I'm hoping we'll finally have the Fusebox Radio Labs revamped hard body in two weeks. So, you know, we've been doing talk and all lover types of good things, but in terms of getting like the full show back in motion, um, stuff like that, um, we'll be fully together soon, but we will have a full show this week. You're going to get your music and your talk. So that's going to be what is up. Um, shout out to everybody who's been supporting us. Um, 20th anniversary year at the Fusebox Radio. So whether you are down to us yeah, or yeah. Workers you radio days to the present, we deeply appreciate y'all old school, new school, and everybody in between. Um, All right, yep. And for those who are new, I'm just going to break down how we typically tend to do the show. It deviates here and there, but this is our typical format. Um, the first third of the show tends to be us just talking about various stuff on our minds, whether it's politics, pop culture, or anything in between, whatever we just feel like talking about. Along with doing some Fusebox radio promo and all that. Then the other two thirds tend to be both myself and um, the Blackhawks mixes. Again, this deviates sometimes, but that tends to be our particular format. And we do have special shows, which there are more down the pipeline. With, you know, interviews, um, audio from different events we've gone to, and stuff like that. So let's go ahead and run oh. through the Fusebox Radio um, promo spiel before we get into the talk. Yes, indeed. You can go and check out what we do over at our official website, FuseboxRadio.com, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O.com. Our official blog site, which is under full revamp, is BlackRadioIsBack.com. Via social media, our Facebook page is Facebook.com slash FuseboxRadioShow, F-U-S-E-B-O-X-R-A-D-I-O-S-H-O-W. And all of our other um, social media is with Fusebox Radio. So Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio, Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, so forth and so on. And yeah, we just got our regular stuff coming down the pipeline. We've been doing a lot of private events. That's part of the reason why certain things have been erratic. And um, yeah, just more public things are coming soon. We'll be getting into and announcing 
this is music festival season, so folks are going to be running around to all types of events pretty soon. Um, for those folks yeah, in Durham, yeah. North Carolina area, I will be at Moog Fest once again, um, covering stuff. And um, right. I'm looking forward to getting my chicken and waffles, like I usually do at Dames. <laughs> and um, all that good cooking down there. And just seeing a whole bunch of acts I'm familiar with and those I'm not in awesome panels and things. Uh, by the time this show gets posted up, you'll be able to see our official special um, Fusebox Radio on um, Spotify playlist for um, the festival right. folks who want to like sample some of the folks who are going to be performing at the joint. And as per the other years, y'all will be seeing a lot of photography and write-ups and hopefully some interviews down the turnpike with various individuals as well for the event. Shouts out to the wonderful press folks who... um invite us through to come through and cover such things. And along with other events and things we'll be traveling to, we'll announce that as time goes along. Shouts out to the folks over at Wymacon. That was a really great event that came from the travesty of the Universal Fan Con fallout. They had a great event that hundreds of people came through to. Literally was put together in a week after the insanity of that particular other um popular culture comic con event like falling to shit you can just literally search hashtag fan con universal fan con to read all the articles if you didn't listen to our rant last week about it and stuff um vulture put out a new article about it where a bunch of those cats are essentially trying to blame the fan for not buying enough stuff instead of their poor ass panning as of broadcast time so those cats can go fuck themselves who are in charge as far as i'm concerned and i hope they know that their names are officially dirt within this um, particular community because it's almost like these cats want to go out and be villains. I understand that ego can be a big thing. And we talked about that before and whatnot, but um, sometimes you got to take the L man. You got to take the loss so y'all can grow and move on and just kind of like push blame on right. everybody. That's just like an abusive relationship. You know what I mean? Like, well, if you didn't do this, I wouldn't hit you as much. It's like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? And these folks definitely know that whoever's tied into that event in the internet age in 2018, unless you change your name or something else, all your brands are done. All the work you did as a creative before this is done. So I don't know. But anyway, shout out to Wakamakan, man. It was a really, really nice event. I know folks on our page and their Wakamakan official page on Facebook, um, online, and um, various social media. Um, has plenty of photos, Fusebox Radio folks, um, you know, donated photography services to the event and stuff. Right. Um, we got to capture some really great moments of folks, young and old, attending, a lot of dope cosplay, a lot of dope performers, really cool panels, including, you know, um, <clears throat> I'm probably pronouncing it wrong because I'm a little out of it and I got um, allergy meds, so pardon me, um, Shadari Hoke Parker, the, the brother who was um, behind Luke Cage on Netflix. He came through for a panel. Greg Paco does a lot of awesome art. Right. Marvel Comics um, did stuff. Um, it's so much that um, could be named. Um, the TV stars from um, some sci-fi um, channel shows came through. It, it was cool. It was really, really cool. And it kind of reaffirms the aspect that community on certain levels is always there, right? It's unfortunate that sometimes it had to come from travesties happening. An emergency, then it shouldn't have to always be that way. But stuff like that does show that 
when people have a focus and they want to, you know, do proper stuff, you can do proper things. And for all of the um, folks behind that, um, and y'all can see them on our sites or whatever, um, it was really awesome to be a small portion in a part of an event that still showed that things are out there. Because we know community is real, but sometimes there's cancers who leech off of that community too. You know what I mean? And sometimes a little too much focus can be on the cantors than the good folks who are behind everything. So for all the folks who um, were behind Wakamakan, thank y'all for putting together that event. And it was just cool being a part of the volunteer squad. I was able to help out a lot. And um, I really hope that those guys do an event next year and beyond. Like there's been nothing but deserved great coverage for that and showing that, you know, diversity in popular culture and the folks who want it is more than just a surface thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, big up to that crew. On um, that end, I definitely wanted to shout out those folks. And yeah, I think that's about it on the promo tip for now. Oh, lastly, if y'all listen to us via um, your favorite podcast app, but they have a rating system, um, please um, give us a high rating and some comments if you can. That always helps us get to more people's ears and all that type of stuff with the various stuff that we do. And everybody who is able to do that, or just share it in general, we, we deeply appreciate you. You know what I mean? Very it's, much. We appreciate No doubt. We know there's so many um, options of folks to listen to whenever really? things out here. So to literally really? rock with us as a two-year operation and people who are not terribly orthodox in certain things, um, you know, we deeply appreciate you guys. So I just want to be able to um, put that out there. Um, you know, I mean, we like funds and other stuff too. We want to get to people's ears more. So, you know, we got to go on ahead. Yes. In the ear hole, as you say, (laughs) and, um, put that in motion, but yeah, there's some other stuff I should be announcing shortly, but I kind of got to wait on some things legally, but it's good things. It's good things where the, um, fuse box is, um, Trying to do some nice things, you know what I'm saying? And um, that is about it. So um, let's go ahead and get into a few things because this has been a wacky past pop culture week and we wanted to record a day or two ago, but things got a little hectic. So let's definitely talk about this stuff before more insanity happens and document um, (laughs) our thoughts on that. Because um, they're just saying I definitely feel like that. Like, people who follow the feeds probably realize that because um, I'm behind a lot of the social media feeds, I get up relatively early for um, my 9 to 5 and other travels, whether it's creative or whatever else. And there's times I just pull up my phone or my tablet just to get ready to like do a quick news catch up. I'm like, what the hell? What is the matter with people, man? Y'all can't not be in shenanigans at all. Um, even when I went to see um, Infinity War. Um, which shouts out to that. We'll talk about that a little bit later on. Like, I'm like, I'm out for two and a half hours. It's cool. Got me a little dinner, you know, pull up my phone right quick. Cause I see some notifications. I'm just here like, are y'all kidding me? But you know, that, that is what it is. But anyway, um, I guess first and foremost, because we've (laughs) um, talked about some stuff a little bit offline. I've been trying to hold in, um, some of this other stuff for the commentary, do you want to get into talking about um Kanye West shenanigans? Um, in a way, no. <laughs> fair, fair enough. I can't but, be but, but 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 no, but but obviously there will be <coughs> comments. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, I think it was. I think it was good that we had a delay in in whatever in broadcast. Because um, where I feel now is different from where I felt initially when I heard it. When I heard it again. Okay. And um, one thing that um, I guess I forget sometimes is, you know, blessings come in different ways. And, you know, one of my blessings was is that I had people around me to let me know that, for one, that... Um, you know, medication in general, particularly psych medication, you know, is it, it, it you know was it was it was in it was in the inception of them being made, and now something that which is bad for the body, bad for the brain. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But because it's it's done by you know big pharmacy and the medical establishment, everything is a okay. Um. You know, and, you know, death in people's family, uh, uh, medical situations, uh, especially psychotic medical situations. Um, you know, just the things that black men go through, you know what I'm saying? That's, you know, that's a lot, you know. And um, so, you know, you know, I don't, I, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't say he's, there's a, there's a problem because of political affiliation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, so I think, you know, I mean, you know, you know, people can say they're one thing and be another. So, you know, so, so that it's being said that, you know, you know, you know, I could say I'm righteous, whatever, whatever, but people ain't going to believe that till you see it. So same thing. It's like, well, you know, just because whatever, whatever, that don't really mean anything. You know what I'm saying? You know, now, obviously, uh, slavery wasn't true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of, of, of people who, who, who collected research on that, whether it was scholastic people, whether it was uh, of, of witnesses to that time that wrote something down and those records were kept. Whether it was from, you know, Quakers or people in the, the, the Methodist movement, Quake, uh, um, Catholics who wrote stuff down. You know what I'm saying, and um, you know slave narratives, you know, and so obviously there was a force application done through arms, and this was a situation that was based upon uh, building an empire. You know, this was a, a part of the industrial, you know, the industrial, the industrial revolution would be what it was without slave labor. I mean, a lot of these major banks. Um, wouldn't be what they were. One of the banks that had went down, Lehman Brothers, was was a was a was a bank that had and had uh, slave money residual. So I mean, that's obvious for for those of us who are researchers. What's funny is that majority of that research was done by whites. So you know, there are whites that who knew that that was whatever, whatever, and you know, and without and half those records were done by whites who were in that era. You know, you know. So Frederick Douglass was lying, but I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you know, looking at it in its bigger scope, you know, individuals are going through things. You know, I mean, the and you know, just it, it must be something of 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 something when the aspect when you could try to convince 
people that you got liposuction for them. You know what I'm saying? You know, I mean, that's victim consciousness. I mean, you know, you, you did it for, you know, I did this for y'all. So I could potentially harm my body, but I did it for y'all. You see what I'm saying? You know, so there's, there's obviously been something going on. I, you know, let's just keep it 100. I just thought there was something wrong when, um, when, you know, there was a um, plastic surgery that he, um, got his family and his mother involved. In. I, I mean, when I heard about that in the beginning, I mean, I just was like, like, why y'all going there? You know what I'm saying? You know, it, 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 this wasn't meant really for us, for black folks, and just to go under the knife for something that you don't need. Right, you know, I mean, and that thing that happened to Kate Michelle, I mean, that should be an example to people, particularly people of color, but people in general. That, like, that's not what you're supposed to do to you. You're going under the knife, one, so organisms can creep in there. And then it's just the aspect of um, um, you're messing with the life force as it manifests and crystallized in the physical form. The air, the water, the fire, the earth crystallized and became man. You know, so, I mean, you're messing with life force, then that's your choice. You already ain't got the money. Like, well, true. Yeah. You know, uh-uh. You know, I mean, obviously you wouldn't know until whatever had whatever do that. But so he's saying I wouldn't do it with whatever, whatever, you know. But, you know, I can say for damn sure that people should see that as an example of something that people shouldn't do as far as on that end. Uh, you know, anything plastic surgery. But, you know, he, um, you know, I, I think this individual's I mean, at the end of the day, what's what's unfortunate is that individuals uh, are taking medication. You know, psych medication never works. It never works. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to really harp on or whatever, whatever. I hope the best for the brother and what he's uh, dealing with. And um, and like at the end of the day, like you know, I, I I I'm grateful of the people I had around me, whether it was family, people, and high school or college, um, Howard that would, would say certain things to me that still stick, you know, like the things about credit cards, that's um, still, that stuff, you know, um, uh, student loans, that, that information stuff, information about Republican and Democrat being basically the same, you know, um, you know, certain things in general that I had learned, you know, it's like, hmm, and they were already put there. So, like, you know, like when Y2K came, I knew what was going to happen. That was just a, a game that was running. But, and and just, just certain things are just not what they appear. You know what I'm saying? And, and at the end of the day, the internet is, is, is beautiful and can be graceful because it can show people in an uninhibited, um, unpimped, you know, you know, unsoiled way. You know, of course, there's some rotten stuff, but you know, you know, independent of 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 of, of having to be a coon and having to fit in, or a natural organic life force expression. You know, but you know, everything is all good, and you know, there's only love. You know, coming, you know, coming from this side. Uh, 
broadcast of that station. Like, I have a few ways I look at it. Because you brought up a few points I kind of want to pivot on with this. One of which is you talked about your peoples and their influence on you when they felt that you were going a particular way or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think that that is more important than most people acknowledge in their lives because people who care mm-hmm. about you, they might say some shit you don't like, but they care about you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they're confronting you in a certain way, especially harshly, you're probably screwing up more often than not. Mm-hmm. At bare minimum, with homeboy, I don't think he really has that. This is not saying that as a grown man or woman or whatever, you don't ultimately make your own decisions. But your life functions a little different when somebody cares about you and is trying to check you when you're fucking up. Or whatever. Now, what's interesting with his situation, I think plenty of famous people, is that some folks will let you fall apart and do crazy shit as long as they can eat off you. Like, if you're an economic source and you're not really messing with their day-to-day, some cats won't care. Those are still kind of try to kiss your ass or try to, like, soft-shoe things. Like, when Homeboy was on Twitter talking, you know, the pro-Trump stuff, and, you know, I like how so-and-so conservative black person thinks, and this way of thinking is free, and this, that, and the third. You had some cats who, you know, are part of his label squad or have he's done pr- promo stuff for, still kind of try to soft-shoe the fact that he was saying dumb shit. You know, and to me, that's not a friend. You know, sometimes even as a friend, I'm saying that you got to like pull up all your stuff out in public, but you know, worse come to worse, like if people ask you about your people who are falling apart, you can just be like, no comment and keep it moving. Or if they're doing foolishness, you don't got to back people up when they're not in the right place. So that's one thing I definitely want to bring up because I saw like Chance the Rapper and Sci High try to put a little spin on them, but I was like, that wasn't what that Negro was saying. He wasn't saying that all black people don't have to be Democrats. Hell, we're independent to leftists. We agree with that. That being said, you know what I mean? That wasn't what he was saying. Like, to me, when we get into a certain mode of wanting acceptance, sometimes you get to the mode of wanting acceptance where you compromise your own self. And one of the things we have when we have working creatives in a capitalist society is sometimes people will compromise themselves to the point they're selling themselves out. And I'm going to come at this from the angle that homeboy feels that he knows what he's doing before I get into another angle. If he's doing this for controversy, it is a move that is not just stupid because I disagree with what he's saying. It's stupid because he's playing with forces that are out of his control. Like, racism had existed before in this country, sexism and all that other type of stuff, of course. But you're dealing with a population that is almost too eager to have, like, contrarian colored cats be out here in these streets, helping them promote bullshit that's going to ultimately enslave people like them. And if anybody has ever learned the lessons of history, after a while, your money ain't going to protect you if they just don't like niggas or whatever the current minority to be hated on is or the scapegoat is, you know what I mean? And homeboy playing that game could turn the bad way, not just for his pockets, but in general. Now he doesn't have the cultural impact that he did even five to 10 years ago, but he still has a strong one. So to push bullshit and not because again, it's something I disagree with, but because 
it's being, how can I say this? It's almost being a surface contrarian. You know what I mean? Where you're just trying to be different just to be different. Like, oh, well, Jay-Z is currently liberal. I'm going to be different. I'm going to be the bad guy. I'm going to be the supervillain. But you're not even thinking your shit through. In other words, you have no conviction regardless of what side you're on. And that's always a dangerous game to go ahead and play. Much less just to sell some damn shoes and some possible new albums. It's not smart. It really, really, really isn't smart. Because guess what? People will tolerate a lot of shit from entertainers. But the second that entertainment quality goes down, or essentially the second you are not a hot commodity anymore and people aren't making as much money off of you, you're left in the dust. And one thing that the black American community is better with right now, much less black folks in general, is ditching your ass when you ditch us. You know what I mean? And in America, with a lot of black entertainers, what makes you cool usually is not just the amount of talent and other things that you have. It is that proverbial black cosign. Oh, these guys like this. That must mean it's cool. I got to like it too. It's been that way with multiple types of, you know, popular culture. And it's still that way right now. If Kanye puts out some mediocre shit and black folks abandon it, I'm going to put out eight times out of 10, the white folks are going to abandon him too after his usefulness is done. And that's going to be an extremely bad look. So that's one angle I'm going to put it at. The other angle I'm going to put this at, and we talked about this a little bit offline, and I will take full responsibility for what I'm about to say. I do think this brother does have issues. I do think he has mental issues. I do not know how much of it is attributed to chemical or how much of it is attributed to the trauma he's been through of life with his mama dying and other stuff or the mix of both. This being said, and I will say this for multiple kinds of celebrities, I don't like the aspect of people throwing out potential mental illness as an excuse to consistently do dickish things. Because there's lots of regular people out here who have mental issues where they go into um, psychologists, psychiatrists, taking pills, not taking pills, going through their various spiritual things, etc., who do not go to this level of prideful fuck shit and trying to almost psychotically be pseudo-right and pseudo-ignorant. And I also don't like the aspect of what people would like to try to get away with with Kanye and other folks who, you know, go fly and go way on some other shit is that you will tolerate this with men, but y'all won't tolerate it with a famous woman (laughs) at all. And again, I'll take the L for that. You know, full and damn well, if Erica Badu or somebody else said that shit, people be ready to talk all the shit about her and be like, y'all got to ditch her. Y'all got to banner her. This bitch is crazy. Da, 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 da. Well, in the meantime, when he said that um, slavery shit on TMZ, talking about slavery is a choice or whatever, and, you know, shout out to that brother who checked him on TMZ. No doubt. Um, no, no doubt. Shout out to Van, because when I, like, I had rewatched the video or whatever after the first day before we got up to do the show, that was the only cat who stood up and straight up checked him. He had a bunch of them other motherfuckers, but that would be quiet as hell. Or try to be on some excuse shit. That brother has something in his spirit to be like, nah, man, this this shit's going too far. So shouts out to him. Um, I mean, I didn't really expect anybody who wasn't black to to, to challenge. I actually didn't, I didn't expect, expect anybody. That. I mean, 
I expected nobody. I mean, it was going to be from a black person, I feel. Mm. But, like, the, the day that TMZ is like an ethical and moral barometer is, is bugged out. But mm. when we sit through... It's you not can, surprised it came from black folks. No doubt. Anyway. Like, when you go through this type of thing, I think that, in a way because the black community and other folks have gone through so much trauma, including people at times being falsely accused of being crazy or doing violent crimes or whatever. Um, I think people are almost too overprotective of people, even if they constantly display that they're on fuckery and it doesn't have to be extreme fuckery. It could just be, you know, constantly using people and, and dishing them and throwing them to the side later. Like, when we look at stuff like this, I think we don't got to just question the celebrity who is doing their thing. We got to question ourselves at the people who consume what the celebrity gives us. You know what I mean? Like, why are we letting certain people get away with doing certain stuff? After a while, does the action that they do almost overshadowed the art that they give us. You know, like, what is the boundary point? Like, um, with Kanye, they have people talking about he's canceled. Is that Negro canceled? Or should I just, like, throw away his stuff? Truth be told, man, like, I have really been on him too heavy for a minute, so it's not gonna, like, mess with me one way or the other. But... It's one of those things I'm just here like, we all got to just ask what our boundary lines are, man. Like, after a while, what do you take? Like, it's not just him. It's like you saw the joke with Bill Cosby this past week, which, you know, I'll be honest. I didn't expect that verdict at all. I'm just too jaded right now. I was kind of amazed, quite frankly. But when you look at the transcripts of the old case. I was surprised. But it's like one of those things where it's like, you look at the transcript of the old case, right? Like, we all have Google. You can literally Google the case that he did the civil settlement for, read that documentation, and he admitted pilling up broads and having sex with them, right? And I think about a day or two ago, they had one of the jurors talking about, yeah, it was like right there. He said that stuff. How was I not going to find a certain thing, right? But people are still trying to circle the wagons around Bill Cosby. Like, why? Why Why are we doing that? People, for some reason, on an even worse case, are still trying to circle the wagons around R. Kelly, who you know has been a pedo ever since he tried to marry Aaliyah and do that fake ID thing. Much less the multiple cases that he settled that, again, you can find the court papers right on Google. The Village Voice article is still up that had all the mess he had did in Chicago, much less the current articles that are out now. And... I think the thing that a lot of these individuals are doing that people aren't addressing is that they're taking advantage of people's natural empathy because of the situation we're going through. You know, it's just, they're like, Oh, I'm in trouble. Now it's time for the Negro squad to assemble when they never engage with us majority of the time besides that. And I think the Kanye situation, while not as extreme is just the latest example of all of this like I think it's good to be protective and you know want to have folks back and I don't expect anybody in this world to be perfect like a celebrity is not a deity or whatever else but when the line is drawn 
we can talk about the celebrity and what they need to do, but sometimes we just got to let it go and be there, like, get your shit together. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, no you know, otherwise, whatever, whatever. Now, does this, again, I guess it just depends on how you look at the art and at what influenced the celebrity to do a very thing. Art. Like, for me, I have listened to R. Kelly for damn near over a decade in any regular way because I'm just there like, your music is about sex and you are like literally a pet of the little girls. That's fucking gross. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Bill Cosby, we can look at him doing good things. He donated a lot of money to black schools. I, I love a different world to this day. You know, a bunch of us grew up to the Cosby show, but that nigga, he Cliff Huxtable. He's Bill Cosby. <laughs> you know, and folks gotta let that go. You know, the entire, he tried to buy NBC, whatever, 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 and that's why they're getting at him. A, I don't think they're playing that long of a game. And two, you know what you could have yeah. done? If, and two, if we want to take that particular excuse, you know what you shouldn't be doing? Pilling and raping broads. Yeah. <laughs> and pulling stuff up on them, you know what I mean? Like, Let me say something about Bill real quick. Sure. Um, <laughs> excuse me. Um, Damn. I was definitely thought it was an interesting vibe. And you know what's interesting is that Bill... Bill is a po- Bill is a poster child for almost really most educated black men, you know, educated, especially educated, educated in in, in being involved in education or just achievement, and especially for the black fraternity. Bill is a poster child for them niggas, and when you hear the testimonies or whatever, whatever, you know, and it's not funny at all what happened. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But when I thought about it, it's like, you know, you got a dude who was up there, who was up there um, on talking about Jello pudding pops and, you know, talking about with Rudy, oh, I'll Zerbert you. And then, you know, you know, those women had those images in their mind. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden they're passing out dizzy. And, you know, a motherfucker who talking about Zerbert you or Jello pudding pops, you know, is pulling his pants down. You know, I mean, that must have been horror. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, and and so, you know, if and 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 if that's what went down, unfortunately, that's just how it has to go. Because that's 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 a lot of, I mean, and because that's almost what the preach the bad preacher does. They play on people's emotions to be able to get in close. That's exactly you know what, what the bad preacher so, you know, does. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, and so and so, and that was and that was from the mesmerization or the, or from from telecommunications in the sense of, you know, to me, the, the, obviously no, no no celebrity is is something you should worship. When you hear somebody like me saying something about you know God, like God or words attributing themselves, that's not about an individual worshiping me. This is an that's an acknowledgement that they are one with everything. Because they they are one with everything in in that everything that was created is the of the essence of the Most High. So nobody created anything, but 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 things that are mechanical and things that are mechanical come from things of the earth, the air, water, fire, air, water, fire, air, fire, water, and earth. So you know it, it's never about worship. It's just more about an acknowledgement. So you know you can in that sense, but in the celebrity sense, individuals because of what they. They're piping through the individuals. Even before the internet age, it was more about getting people to spend their money still. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So
also, you know, this this image, this mystique that they push to people. So, you know, I mean, I, you know, like I said, I'm not angry and, you know, as with the brother. I always thought he had, I, I always knew when he did that thing related to Taylor Swift. I always thought that that was wrong and corny. But that when he, when he did that, then I, after that, then I really didn't take him really serious anymore. And so the fact that that affects his radio, uh, radio and the radio, I'm not surprised. You know what I'm saying? Because that was just, you know, that's just the system of it. You can't necessarily penalize the people who are benefiting from it. You can, you can maybe talk bad about them, but I mean, you know, that's just, and I kind of thought then. And um, um, so it was never, you know, I never played Kanye West Rock. I'm not saying it as a diss, but I always had a funny vibe from the very beginning. And I remember people, you know, when I was into the Bible, people go, oh, well, he made a song about Jesus Walt. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I can only go off the vibe that I got. You know, it ain't about if we had one time similar religious, you know, similar religious conviction. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's just the vibe. It, that's just plain and simple. And R. Kelly, I never played R. Kelly. Right? You know, I mean, I, something always felt funny and disgraceful about that Negro. But I always hope the best for these brothers. But I just, you know. Something, you know, all that stuff coming out about the little girls. I found out. I found out about that after the fact. I just something didn't feel right, and that's the only thing that I'm going. That's what I understood as a child. That's what I understood right now. And you know, that's you know, that's 90 percent style. You know, what I'm saying as far as I'm being right. So you know, that's the only thing. But you know, it, it's, it's never a hate situation. It's just individuals have to be honest and not necessarily, you know. Uh, you know, uh, uh, co- confused by what is necessarily pumped through, or whatever, whatever, whatever. You know, no doubt. You know, uh, uh, through. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh no, sorry. I was like, go ahead. Sorry, I was just clearing my throat. No, 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 no. I was, I wasn't going on too much about that. I was mm-hmm. just, you know, um, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, it, 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 you're entertained. It's not, you know, anything more than that. I mean, you know, and. You know, I, we're researchers, so, you know, the comments were like, you know, like, you know, I, I was hoping that wasn't for, like, just to get, you know, whatever, whatever. I mean, you know, there are people who, who, who died to get information available to people. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and to get it forth accurately, not necessarily a whitewashed, you know, version. Because a lot of times people, especially people who don't not familiar African Americans, they date our history with slavery. And even some people in who, 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 who are not black, you know, but who, who are not white, you know, who are into, you know, uh, 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 um, activism, they get the information wrong that the first people in America were black people, Negroids, nappy, you know. So, and, and, and as time went on, things happened where people got lighter, and we have the Native American. That has to be clarified. Then came 12 million, excuse me, then came millions of people on, on slave ships. So it was kind of a, a, a kind of a co-mingling of different black people, you know. Not said not all of them were unified in the sense of you know the Native Americans and the blacks, but a lot of them were, and a lot of them mixed. So mm-hmm. we're talking about before Columbus. So that history is never normally talked about. You know what I'm saying? But you always have to bring that in there because at the end of the end of the day, you have to be on the side of truth, not on the side of Democrats or Republicans. 
it's on the side of the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, no. and if, if, if it's about truth, then that's just what it all in the end has to be. And I think that's all a right? whole thing that you brought up that I think is interesting too, right? We're in an age where you can find this stuff out easier than ever. You know, hell, you can go on Netflix and go to your documentary queue and find out a whole bunch of stuff people didn't have access to 20, 30 years ago to check out something in terms of back histories in case you weren't around certain things. Almost every place has a public library. You know what I mean? And I think, honestly, the thing that was most agrarious to me with the Kanye situation, besides the thirst and whatnot for attention, I'm like, your dad desperate for attention, nigga? Wow. Is that he almost seemed like he wanted to be willfully ignorant, like the true sign of equality Another word for that dude was being rich and stupid and still being able to succeed. That's not success. That's playing yourself as a chump. Cause like, even if somehow let's say you somehow thought that was a thing, you could find out that's not a thing. Just to say that slavery was a choice means you're not even trying to get past certain things because hey you're acting like africa itself is less like you know a fucking country the size of rhode island or whatever that shit ain't true <laughs> you know you're acting like there were all kinds of cultures all different types of languages and whatnot and this is before we get into the aspect of the trauma people went through with stuff like the middle passage and breaking people down or whatever else like you got a lot of people who talk a bunch of cash shit and I've seen a lot of this foolishness on the internet talking about what they would have done when they were slaves half of you niggas can't even talk sideways against somebody on twitter if you feel they're famous but you're gonna you're gonna like beat down massive if you don't want to be a slave get the fuck out of my face <laughs> you know what I'm saying <laughs> all this old false bravery right. bullshit whatever stuff I never went through I mean my moms went through part of you know the Jim Crow era she's not an old lady. I don't know how I would have dealt with right. that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how I would have like straight up segregation and some white dude be deal with it and get grab me up and do whatever and not have a certain access to certain things because I didn't have to grow up with that. Everything we have right now is on the backs of other people. No doubt. And to act like that is insignificant, including the people who were forcibly brought here and had to go through things and had to go through years and eras of stuff to get to a certain point, that's just ridiculous. And even when people bring up folks like, you know, well, Haitians went through stuff or whatever, I'm like, Haiti took 10 years yeah. to, and this is me being a history nerd, Haiti took 10 years to get to the point where they were able to get their, you know, liberation from a colonial system. They're still suffering from it ever the fuck since. That's right. They are suffering from that shit ever since they fought they had you know the means and other stuff that's also a small ass island <laughs> and whatnot and they're and also they being sent by, sent by the drug people from coming from south america and central america as a hub for drugs so, so, so nobody so everybody's on the tape so you have a lot of stuff like jamaica so in other words you have a lot of stuff going on that you can find out that's not about you having to be on some you know super high up level of shit this is like literally you can go to YouTube and find like black and Latin America. You could go to PBS and find certain stuff. You could turn on your TV besides actually doing what one should do. Cause I mean, again, I'm a book nerd read and do other stuff like to be purposefully ignorant and think that that is the way of success and to make money means that you're in a worse place than I could ever put you in. 
And on that note, I sincerely hope that cat does get out of that because that is going to be the ultimate form of delusion. History has proven that with folks like to try to go to another angle of looking like you're going to be a respectable Negro. Most of the time that shit fails. If you're trying to bend over backwards to get yourself into society that barely even cares about you in the first place, if you don't have certain physical things and even then doesn't care about you, that is the issue. And on a personal note, not just for that Negro or whatever else, because again, I do believe there's multiple things that I hope people get resolved for their own peace of mind, much less anything else that comes forth from it. That cat's raising kids. And them kids can't be walking in this world all fucked up. Thinking that, oh, well, you know, I can just be as much of a dumbass as Trump's kids and get by. No, you're not. No, you're fucking not. You better be savvy to how this world is, yo. And, you know, get things together so people can improve upon what's here and not, you know, think that everything's hunky-dory because you're, like, living in a closed-off box to the world right now. You know what I'm saying? You always had to visually confront this world. So that's one of the things I want to throw out there because, again, all that stuff was just super interesting this week. And, um, yeah, again, at the end of the day, I think the big theme of this is we got to be careful in terms of who we put up on a high pedestal. We can respect talent. We can respect people's grind and their output and all that type of things. But sometimes, man, we got to admit our faves fuck up. And I think I that's the bottom line. You could have given great art and, you know, great political views and all of that and to get out of respect perfection. But sometimes the, your faves fuck up and you got to admit they fuck up. Like, I'm not supposed to be seeing, well, well, you know, I did think slavery was a choice. Slavery debates on Facebook. That was some of the dumbest shit I've seen this past few days. Like, y'all niggas are debating slavery on a internet on an internet forum. What are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, you're really trying to hem and haw about, well, people could have done A, B, and C. Were you there? (laughs) Were you there? And then you got to look at the aspect of people just wanting to survive. You survive so you can get the fuck out of slavery. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I don't know. And in them forms, briefly, in them forms, I'm not on them. I'm really hearing it secondhand through fusion. Mm -hmm. But... That means that all the literature that was written down in, about the American saga is ignored. Are we just going to put that aside for a moment and figure what would we have done? <coughs> you know, not, not even ignore the writings that say 1800s on them. And, and, you know, so the people were there, so they, they wasn't writing it for black people. Mm-hmm. They wasn't writing it for it being a phase of as a result of the 50s and 60s. And seventy, they was writing it for pe- other people, and like and so you know so it just is it, it's weird that there's this thing of of, of like anti literacy and um, uh, towards things of that nature, or just things in general, you know, and and uh, and and relying on Wikipedia, you know, it's like nah, uh-uh. you know, it's like people are being almost like like herded into like information you know, whatever, whatever. And you, you know, that's, the, I mean, that's not free thought. You know what I'm saying? That's not free thought, you know. I mean, in the in the sense of what it was supposed to be, you know. And so, you know, mm-hmm. that's, to me, that's, that was, that was, that, you know, 
couple of generations ago, that was that was you know, you know, called Uncle, you know, you know, being a sellout. You know, this is being a sellout you know, now. Advancing those ideas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I mean, you know, you would you have, you know, would you have said that when you was a kid in the barbershop where you from, around them old school Negroes. You know, did you advance that argument then? You know, you know, so you know, it, it, it's whatever. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's always a hope for better. And I I think that's the bottom line. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the bottom line. Like, I'm not talking about that this Negro need to die or, you know, jump off a bridge or whatever. I don't want nobody to, like, have their depression get them to just this point of talking shenanigans, much less any self-harm and all that. But people got to do better. Like, and I could be the first to admit that this is unfair. This cat has more resources than most of us existing. To know better. Yeah. The pro- hell, probably could like hire a freaking scholar and have them teach them the shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Much less whatever else. Travel to the place that we can't travel to to see what was went down in various spots. Like, purposeful ignorance is not free thought. It's not being independent. It's just being a purposeful dumbass. And black America can't afford that on individual or collective levels. You know what I mean? But yeah, just wanted to get that um stuff out of the box. Um, what else? I'm just trying to think of random stuff because it's gonna be a little bit of a scattershot commentary again this week. Um, I saw the Childish Gambino This is America video for the new tune coming out for the upcoming album. And um commentary has been all over the place on the net ever since it dropped late Saturday night. And for me, I'm going to put it like this. Some of the best forms of art get people very passionate and questioning things. I think the video on an artistic level succeeded on that in above and beyond. Personally, I think that music video, at least for what's so far contending this year, should win something. The visuals are amazing. Um, it was done by one of the directors of actually um, Donald Glover's Atlanta show on FX so people can kind of have an idea of some of the stuff that goes on in there um I'm a 39 year old black woman who's experienced different things in life here in the states and is the message new? Not really is the way it was presented very in your face? Yes and I think some folks need to see that not just white America but sometimes some of us because I think when you see the overall video cause you know at first you see this dude you know he got his shirt off, he's dancing, he got these exa- exaggerated motions, and then he, you know, goes up to this dude and shoots him in the head. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? You know what I'm saying? And then you see all of this stuff where you have, like, in the, foregr- in the foreground, you know, you got people, you know, doing the rhyme and dancing and all of that, besides another time where he, like, shoots up the choir. But you got all this crazy stuff in the background happening to black people. Like, you got people, you know, falling off of roofs, you got riot stuff going on, you got cops chasing after people, you literally got one of the, ho- the, the behold the pale horse joint going in the background and all other types of stuff but in the foreground you know, you got the other stuff that just looks like a regular um, video with people, you know, doing the dancing or whatnot before the end where he's like just running away from all of these people and when you check out the video, like it took me, I like I watched it about two times earlier than I watched it a few more times this week. 
I think the genius of the video was that at bare minimum, it is like a bare minimum interpretation. It shows that most of the time in America, nobody really cares about black folks and the pain and other shit they go through unless it becomes entertainment. <laughs> unless it's, you know, something catchy or whatever else. It is whether you're talking about trap hip hop, regular hip hop, jazz, blues, gospel, etc. You got a little bit of talent, you can sing, you can dance, you can do some other type of stuff. We'll take that. But when y'all are trying to talk about multiple levels of violence that happened in your community, like um, when they showed him shooting up the choir, that was um, to represent the 10, like my interpretation that they represent the 10 people who were shot at Charleston, North Carolina in the church. Or the dude who had the bag over his head, you know, that could just be any old um, racial killing and all other types of stuff. Like, to have those acts of violence happen and then have people still kind of focus on the other stuff was a brilliant way to kind of prove the point that to a degree, society as a whole, including sometimes us, gets numb to the bullshit that happens to us. And I just think the delivery was cool. I think the song is fine. Like, it is not one of his best songs to me, but but it's cool. You know what I'm saying? I think the way everything was put out there was spectacular. And for somebody like me who, again, I'm just there, like, I've heard people talking about, well, you know, the message isn't new, but most of us are grown. We've talked to. You know what I'm saying? If this is the type of thing that gets things in a little more in people's face, that's fine. I've had some people complain about the violence in it. But I'm just here, like, violence happens to black bodies daily. And it's almost to the point right now where you can see it in HD. People tape folks getting killed by cops we've seen constant videos unfortunately of this type of thing happening much less violence you know that's intra-community to just put it out there in such a blatant way I think is dope and I like even though I've seen some dumb shit around it I like the conversation it brings up but it's also one of those things that circles back to what we were talking about beforehand I don't expect my entertainers to be perfect or people to worship. If they use their art to spark people and they aren't too agrarious with their personal lives, I can respect it. And the most I've seen about Donald Glover that I've seen some people bitch about is that he's um, with a Asian, an Asian lady who's been with him for a while and they have kids. Almost they're like, if the worst thing you can talk about is that they're not messing with a black woman, and, you know, maybe some of his early acting was corny, then okay, I guess, you know. I don't know. I just, um, I definitely found a juxtaposition interesting, so I want to big up folks um for that, especially after the past week of, yay, Cosby and them just being on shit and shenanigans for making people think a bit more beyond the surface, even if one feels that the message itself might be surface. But yeah, that's my current joint on that. Um, I always like when people push the boundary lines, man. So to me, that shit is cool. I didn't see the video, so I can't really talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, especially if anybody is doing, saying something in a hip-hop way that's kind of getting the message across, that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Damn, excuse me again. 
Um, let's see. I'm just going through the tablet right now, just trying to see if there was anything else of high note I wanted to bring up before we get fully into this week's show. Um, let's see here. Shout out to the weather for finally getting relatively stable. Even though now it's like allergy season like crazy for me here in the DC metro area. My car is literally covered with pollen. <laughs> and um while I'm pulling stuff up because I'm stalling because my tablet is being slow. Um shout out to Central Park Summer Stage. I hope to see some shows there during um oh, travels yeah. this year. Always dope um free shows to very little cost all over the New York City metro area. Actually, I got to send you um the list of stuff for that. So if um folks want to go and cover on times when you know I can, that'll be awesome to do. Well, um, shout out to Google for banning payday loan ads and banning um bail bond ads, cause screw that stuff well, and um exploiting people that tends to affect a lot of um American um minorities around this way. Um, Luke Cage season two is gonna be dropping end of June. The promo is dope. I am looking forward to that. I think this time around, this the first season was all um, titled under Gangstar lyrics and um titles. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this season, I think, is Wu-Tang lyrics and labels. <laughs> and they always get a dope soundtrack because um, Raphael Sadiq is behind the um, music supervision. Of it, um, him and um, Adrian Young, so that should be fly. I am looking forward deeply to that. Um, Lucy Liu's actually directing the um, first um, season of the episode. It's the first episode of the new season, I'm sorry. So that should be dope. Alfie Wood mm-hmm. is going to be back as um, Mariah. That's going to be crazy. Um, Rosario Dawson going to be back in the mix. And there's plenty of other cool folks. So for my people who like um action and comic booky things and everything in between, that's cool. If you somehow haven't seen Luke Cage, Bulletproof Black Man in Harlem, who's a superhero. That's the summary. <laughs> if you don't like that, I don't know what to tell you. If you listen to our show, like I don't know what to I don't know what to tell you. Oh, saw Black Lightning, um, the DC um superhero series like i've watched it in bits and pieces but i finally got to binge it because it's on netflix that's pretty good too shout out to um dc right, comics right. and the um cw um homeboy from i don't know if you remember homeboy from way back when who was queen latifah's boyfriend on i know Single. Yeah. i know exactly who that brother is mm-hmm. yeah no I, I know exactly who i was when i saw him. okay yeah he played Black where he Lightning. came from mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know that. <laughs> and um, for my people who are in nah, um, indie hip hop, he's been grinding for a minute, no doubt. So I mean, he he does a great job in the role, and the actors and actresses in it are cool too. And for those who are into indie hip hop in the late '90s, early 2000s, I don't know how many folks remember on um, West Coast MC Crondon. He used to roll with Planet Asia and all them guys. He plays the bad guy in the series, the main villain, and other well, stuff. So well. it's kind of cool seeing you know that random as hell flashback. And he's really good in that role too. And uh, whatnot. Um, Joe, Joe Scott's in it as a bad guy for a part of the season. I'm not going to give away stuff because I know some people still haven't seen it yet. But um, it's dope. The whole first series is on, um, whole season one is on Netflix now. Season two just got signed on. So that is going to be cool. Um, 
Zora Neale Hurston has a lost work that's going to be dropping. And um, that's going to be that's called um, Barracoon. That's going to be her actually interviewing one of the last um, folks who was under slavery in the 1920s. So it's going to be life story with one of the last survivors of the um, Middle Passage. So that's going to be crazy. And I'm looking forward to um, checking that out. That's going to probably be one of those books I read and I get mad as shit at the end of the day. Because again, that was real history, Kanye and other people, but you know, whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, for people who don't know, I'm a history person in general. Like, I literally majored in it and everything. So I get really mad when people get ahistorical and it's stupid ass ahistorical that's not like nitpicky things. Um, anyway, let's see here. People are really coming hard after R. Kelly. They got um, the folks who are behind the um, Time's Up movement. Um, doing a thing called a mute R. Kelly now, which people should have blocked that motherfucker for being a pedo anyway. So I have no sympathy for him whatsoever. If it actually works, it's been over twenty something years, so it'll be about time. Um, do, 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 do. let's see here. Oh, somebody sent me something. It doesn't look show worthy to talk about right now though i gotta read that article later oh side note with the bill cosby thing the one of the main prosecutors who brought him down was a um black lady no and what now they actually had a really good interview of her and um the new york times and stuff i'm looking at my time right now um christian um gibbons and i'm gonna just broke down how people um went through the case and whatever and that that's a tough broad right there. So shouts out to her and whatnot. Rel- wow. Relatively younger um woman too, and stuff. Um, let's see here. I already screamed on FanCon a little bit. I screened on it enough. Um, let's see here. Um, shout out to these, th- these three young black ladies who entered in a NASA competition, and um, they were actually doing something to like read the amount of lead and water and clear cleaning. And, you know, unfortunately, and unfortunately, you know, these are free young ladies, um, from DC and their method was to purify lead contaminated water in school drinking fountains. And they ended up becoming the finalist of this, um, high school competition. The only all black female team to make it to that level. Now this is good news and they're still, you know, doing great. And, you know, they're going to be part of this program and stuff. But one of the things they had for this program for a period of time was they were going to try to open it up for public voting to be finalists. Now, of course, some racist assholes tried to, like, hack into the system, and NASA was like, screw that. We're not going to have any parts of that. So, shouts out to NASA and everything for shutting that down immediately. And um, these young ladies were very, you know, classy about it. They just were, like, happy that their project was getting positive attention. So I definitely want to go ahead and um, give them big shouts out for that. We always need more people in the STEAM fields, you know, science, technology, um, and arts and whatnot. So good for them. And I hope they keep um, on their path to grow and shine and things. Um, Happy 30th anniversary to Living Colors' Vivid album in things that make me feel old and stuff. Very much so. Very, very much so. Like, I am deeply um, looking forward to checking that out. 
And um, let's see here. We'll just do one or two more things. R.I.P. to John Jabbo Starks. He was the drummer on James Brown's Sex Machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I know he had a couple of different drummers, none, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just turned, he passed. How old was he? He just passed away at the age of 79 from leukemia. And he was behind a good amount of his um, singles, <coughs> excuse me, including Superbad, um, he said Sex Machine, and The Payback. And um, also did the drums mm-hmm. for Lynn Collins' Think About It, which anybody knows okay, has yeah. been sampled like that. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, um, um, I guess the more popular one is the uh, Rob Bates, it takes two. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm about to say that was like the grow-up generation joint and whatnot for me and all of that. And, um, no, no, yeah, I know heavy, a lot of people sampled that beat during the uh, late 80s. Well, yeah, he, he he yeah, no doubt. He was on a lot of early samples. Like his his drum his drum lick, mm-hmm. no doubt. So we, we're talking um, about serious sample moments. I know there's something. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no doubt, no doubt. There was just something else I want to talk about different from that. But I guess go ahead if you want to finish. Um, let me throw in one more story, then you can do your joint, and I'll like just probably find a closer and wrap it up here. Is it is it good? Is it is it upbeat or what is it upbeat? Um, this is when you're about to This do? is relatively good. I'm doing right now. Um, remember? Okay, let me do this one Go first. Then. Mm-hmm. Let me do it. it's this brief. I did you hear about the the, the, the Native Americans yeah. who were, um I think it was Colorado. Um, they would do the college about, visit. They, they mm-hmm. saved, yeah, and they had saved their money for this college visit. And and um, 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 because they were quiet and they weren't talking, I mean, they were to themselves, they got re- reported like as being suspicious. And the cops came and, you know, as they were trying to plead their case or whatever, whatever, you know, um, the, 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 the bus had to go on, on had to leave based on the schedule. I just thought it was interesting. So in other words, the money they had saved, you know, to do that just had gone to waste, you know, unless they're being, you know, I haven't heard it as of yet about them being reimbursed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I just thought it was very interesting, though. You know what I'm saying? You know, because I guess, and it was funny, I saw them, so they, 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 they're, they're not necessarily dark, Native American, but you know they can still be native, and um, and, um, and 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 I just thought it was interesting because I that that's happened to me before. Mm-hmm. That's happened to me on several occasions. You know, it's like well, not necessarily in the sense of the level that would happen to them being taken off the bus, but that influenced certain jobs that I had. That influenced. Um, just like just places I had gone to and, you know, me, you know, maybe, you know, at least on that day, whatever, it affected everything, you know, and, um, and so I've experienced that before. I just thought that was interesting that, you know, that, you know, they had these boys taken off the bus because mm. of that. That's deep. But anyway, no, no, but mean, you know, I, I that's not the end of their lives. Mm-hmm. That's not the end of their lives. So, and obviously they'll be able to get something better. 
ahead. No doubt. And um, that was actually something I was going to pivot to after the other joint, but um, I definitely want to get into that a little bit as well. Not too much because you covered the majority of everything. I did find it deep that it, it, to, it to me, again, always shows that the respectability thing is a, has no point to a certain degree. I mean, it's not saying that, you know, you can't behave cool and, you know, keep whatever you're wearing proper or whatever else, but it's like these guys were just literally like, I want to go to school. One of them like has like crazy high grades and all of that. They said they've been dreaming about going to school for a minute, but because they kept in the cut and, you know, I heard the um, audio from the white lady who made the call, like that bitch was full of shit or whatever, whatever. But because they kept in the cut and were just minding their business, they were still the other though. And people still felt that they had to discriminate them against them in some way, shape, or form. And I think what's bugged out because, at least in the area I'm in right now, okay, there's not a huge Native American population here at all. You know what I mean? I never really ran to bigger Native American population to a certain degree until I started traveling to the Midwest and parts of the West Coast and all that in Canada. But we got to remember that, you know, these folks who were you know first here and their descendants still go through a lot of shit in this country and the fact that somebody was just there like brown guys who were quiet that still means somehow you're a threat just shows how deep this shit is you know what I mean and it's shameful that people almost feel emboldened to be more assholey recently but this has always existed it's just more open now and to a degree it's more covered right now. You know, people have been telling stories like this forever in a day. Like, I could tell stories of discrimination, and I'm a five-foot-tall black woman. I ain't threatening the shit besides maybe when I run my mouth or whatever, you know. But I've had people give me crap because I'm quiet or, I, or because, when I'm quiet or when I talk too much, <laughs> you know. Whether, you know, I'm trying to be predominant or keeping it back, but it's not because of your actions. It's because you're just different. And for those young men, unfortunately, they had to deal with that type of nonsense and shenanigans to the point cops came and took them off the tour until stuff was cleared up. And that type of thing is deep. It's like, um, it relates to another story I saw briefly today where they had um, these young black ladies, you'd had an Airbnb, I think, somewhere on the um, West Coast. Like, um, Airbnb, for those who aren't um, familiar in other places, essentially, you know, people can, like, rent out, um, instead of go to a hotel, they can rent out a space in somebody's house, apartment, or whatever, that they open up to it. And because these black women didn't, didn't wave to this white lady who was in the neighborhood, like, they were leaving for the last day, to, you know, they get in their luggage and stuff and packing up, this broad calls the cops on these people. And only because the black ladies kept it calm and they had proof that they did the thing, they didn't get arrested. And of course, you know, we're in the age now where people can tape this stuff. So people are seeing everything. And at first, one of the white cops didn't seem to want to believe it, but literally because they didn't somehow kowtow to somebody, they were a threat if somebody had to attack them. This is the type of thing people come up in in this country when people talk about, you know, quote-unquote microaggressions or other types of nonsense. Everything racial isn't like somebody getting hanged or getting their ass beat. You know, no this type of thing is not cool and people had to keep battling and fighting against it so I mean I hope wherever those young men want to go it's going to be a better environment than that plus over that university too I was reading something where they said they've had other incidents happen 
in regards to race things, I think, you know, one of their fraternities did, you know, that stereotypical white fraternity shit where, you know, they had hazing and all that type of stuff. That school has had issues for a minute anyway. But it's just the fact that no matter what, if somebody wants to hate on you and discriminate against you, they are. So you got to fight against it. You know, like nobody cares if you wear a fancy suit or have a bunch of money, got the right grades, do whatever else. If they don't like you, they're just not going to like you. And, you know, people got to be ready for that shit. But um, anyway, let me get um, one or two more things done here. Um, for the folks who heard about the um, Philadelphia Starbucks case where those two um, black men were caught, speaking of people being called the cops on, who had the cops called on them or whatever while they were just waiting to meet up with somebody, that case ended up being settled. Starbucks settled for an undisclosed sum, which means those Negroes probably got a lot of money or whatever. The city of Philadelphia, and I had to learn this from one of my friends who does legal things, the city of Philadelphia um, had to end up doing a pledge where they would donate $200,000 for a program for young entrepreneurs. And they just did a symbolic $1 for the guys. Now, some folks might look at that amount and be there like, that's not really a big amount. But from information I was able to receive, they have a limit to what the city can do for a settlement. And those fellas decide they'd rather have go to a, a, a project and a program than to themselves. So I can't be mad at that. And again, Starbucks is a big multinational company. If those cats settle for an undisclosed sum, they are chilling right now. They're chilling heavy. So, I mean, I'm glad they looked above and beyond themselves with this particular case. And while I'm not going to, like, you know, pass Starbucks on the back for shit, I mean, I know these are all separate franchises and all of that. And big corporations can be on their bullshit and their PR or whatever. They did handle things relatively quickly so you know i gotta give some credit at least to where things are due on that end um let's see here oh deadpool comes out soon i gotta see that that's going to be funny okay oh um shout out to george clinton man this is gonna be his last um year he's gonna be touring with parliament funkadelic Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He um, announced his retirement. I mean, the man's like in his 80s, isn't he? He's up there. Yeah, almost. Not 80, but he's 70. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he was doing it. I think, yeah, he was doing it before they was P-Funk, and, and they, was, they was wearing slick hair and the conks. Mm-hmm. I think they were called Parliament. Yeah, that was a... So that's game. like early 50s, late, late Late early late fifties, early sixties. Mm-hmm. So yeah, them cats have been doing it for a very long time. So yeah, if he's um, a f- they put out a statement through Rolling Stone saying he's retiring in um twenty nineteen, and to quote, it's never really been about me. It's been about the music and the band. This has been coming for a long time. Anyone who's been to the shows know over the past couple of years notice I've been out front less and less. So um, Parliament Fucker does is going to continue to tour after the well, he's seventy six. 76-year-old um, fellow leaves. So, you know, big up to him and all the contribution he's made. There's still a um, solo project he has with Flying Lotus that's supposed to be dropping. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to probably be sickening and whatnot. And I'm looking at these tour dates. So, August, I might have to go in D.C. or New York, man. And see what's good. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it yeah, before since college. Uh, BB King. Oh, okay. I saw him in BB King's. Um, I guess it was maybe 
it was at least it was it was before I uh, moved down to the district. So, mm-hmm. and I remember seeing him in there. And of course, big shout out to um, everybody who performed at BB Kings because BB Kings on Forty Second Street, of course, recently closed down. Mm-hmm. And um, I always thought that was a bad location. They're, 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 they're supposed to be going to another location in the city. I always thought the Forty Second wasn't the best location. I mean, you know, that strip is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And they catered a lot to hip hop. Mm. I was like, nah, it, it you know, it, it, they they can still do that. They just don't not doing it on Forty Deuce, but but yeah, I saw P Funk there and a couple of other people there. Now, that was a, and I saw the Juice Crew reunion there, and, uh, Rock Kim there, and just a couple of other people. Nah, that was all good though. No doubt, no doubt. And um, try to think of anything else that is urgent. I was trying to see if I could find any other music news beforehand. Otherwise, I might just wrap this bad boy up right quick. Oh, shout out to Janelle Monet. I really dig her new album. It is cool. Um, Dirty Computer. And oh yeah, the Infinity Wars. Um, oh, yeah. Infinity Wars to me was okay. I thought it was. I, it was entertaining. But I definitely didn't think I definitely like Black Panther, you know, better. And thinking about Infinity War, there was Black Panther, and the part of that cast was in this movie, so that added to that in the sense of it coming on the heels of Black Panther. And um, it was all right to me, you know. I I, I didn't see the first joint, mm-hmm. so you know. But I'm always the thing if I even if I didn't see it, it should be to <coughs> be entertaining and likable where it stands. You know what I'm saying? And um, so, but it, it was, it, 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 I liked it, but it wasn't, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, it wasn't with the hype that it, it came. It wasn't, it wasn't like, I didn't really feel it like that. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to have a comment now because I've seen it multiple times. And um, I think out of the both of us, I'm more of a fan of this particular um, type of movie and whatnot. Um I know you're more Star Wars and Star Trek heavy in terms of certain parts of popular culture and whatnot. Um, I'm more comic book heavy, personally. For me, being invested in this particular universe on a popular culture in as a fan with the movies and the books, they went full comic book with um, Avengers Infinity War. And this movie's already been out for a few weeks, so um, I'm going to be relatively quick. I say maybe the next... Five to ten minutes if you haven't seen it yet, you can skip, but all the spoilers are out right now, so y'all probably already seen it. Um, I liked it quite a lot and whatnot, but it's because it showed literally the past ten years of movies accumulating to a certain point and getting on to a new step. Now, Black Panther being added in was like damn near perfection. And I can understand if somebody is relatively new to this, they're going to like Black Panther more than Infinity War because Black Panther brought you more into a whole universe. It was more of a closed, compact story. This is one of those things where you would have kind of had to been into everything. And even then, you know, Infinity War is like two and a half hours. That's kind of long, you know. So I can see some people with their mindsets are there. They aren't in a certain place. But the storytelling was dope. They got him to the cosmic steeds, dope. They tied in all the characters extremely um, freaking well in their particular points in the universe. And furthermore, I just like to see where all of this is going to go because, you know, people saw that 
I mean, everybody's already seen the memes and crap. People saw that at the end of the day, the bad guy, the bad guy won, and the bad guy I thought was interesting because like Black Panther with Killmonger, they saw themselves as the hero more than the villain because they had a singular purpose and a singular goal, even though parts of that goal was madness. And, you know, Thanos' entire, I want to balance out the universe or whatever type of thing. And if that means people get destroyed, then so be it. Because of the experience he went through kind of had a bugged out pathos to it to me that I thought was cooler than him just being a big purple motherfucker punching out people. And, um, working them to get these stones. Plus, um, I don't dislike Zoe Zeldana as an actress, but she's never really been somebody I've been a terrible fan of in terms of what she can do. I think she did a great job as Gamora showing um, the relationship her and Thanos had. And even though it was warped and twisted, it was still a family-esque relationship. So when the scenario went down with her, when it was like, you know, um, I gotta make this sacrifice to get this um, soul stone joint, or whatever, she was just there like, Psh, this motherfucker don't care about me, you just saw that he did, but he still did the fucked up thing though, because he thought he had a goal he had to achieve. Like, um, I thought that was crazy, and that was good. Um, I was never really into Thor until the last movie, like, that was the movie I enjoyed the most. But, um, Homeboy, he played him, you know, had a really good, um, emotional turning point. The young dude that, um, played Spider-Man. No doubt. Like, you know, I ain't one to get all teary and crap in most movies or whatever else, but I damn near did when Homeboy faded into dust, yo. And they said that he um, improvised that. When he's talking about he don't want to go, which I understand, like, damn, yo, y'all, y'all trying to have me be a grown-ass woman getting ready to get sad about Spider-Man. Fading away and shit. What the hell? But, <clears throat> but, um... When I saw that part, I, I realized that, 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 I mean, you know, this is, this is, <clears throat> this is not a really yes. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, so many people that, that, that supposedly faded away were central to franchise. So I said, okay, mm-hmm. this is um, this individual having an effect on them being in this world, in this dimension. Mm-hmm. And so he had them banished somewhere else. So they're not necessarily dead, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, you know, but it was, it was interesting how they put everything together. And I thought it was the, the part where, uh, him is like you said the situation with him and Gamora, and what he what he what what he what he did towards her, I thought was classic for individuals like that. You know, mm-hmm. everybody that's around them is a potential sacrifice. Mm-hmm. You know, for their convenience or for their desires. Yeah, like you know? I thought that was played off extremely freaking well. And also, like when I talk about they go full mm-hmm. comic book, it's like yeah, for those who aren't into that type of shit at all and not, don't even think about movies and stuff like that. Yeah, there are people who come back and they come back in various ways. You know what I mean? And we're in an internet age now. You know a Black Panther 2 is going to be coming out. The upcoming Avengers movie is coming out next year. And, you know, some of these people have already signed contracts and stuff. So, yeah, certain things are coming back. You know what I mean? It's going to be interesting seeing how they go about doing it. Because I only have a brief idea of it, but they don't base everything solely off of past material. So I'm curious to see how that gets flipped and whatnot. But just to, like, you know, to a degree to have the balls to have the bad guy win, when in the majority of these movies the bad guy doesn't win completely, I thought was cool. Because I know when I first saw it in the theater, it threw people off. 
Like, what the fuck? This motherfucker smiling at the moons and all these people are just fading away. Ah, like, you know, me being first thing that came to my mind was sequel. Oh, of course, sequel. <laughs> I mean, for I mean, for me, I'm like, hey, sequels coming in too. I'm just there, like. Y'all really went full comic book because at least in the parts of Infinity Gauntlet saga I remember, that's exactly what Homeboy did. Like, it didn't go about the way it did with the movies, but essentially, you know, he beat a whole bunch of people's ass. And, you know, you saw him, you know, when Thor put that thing in his chest, you thought he was going to die. And Homeboy was there like, yo, you should have cut my hand. He did the, um, the, th- the finger snap. And that's when um, everything happened and went down. That's it. Like, the finger snap thing was a big part of the books and all of that. So when you actually saw people, not like like, like major characters, to a certain degree, disappearing, because you still got a few joints before the new Avengers movie comes out. Like, um, it's it's going to be a thing. And, you know, we're going to see Captain Marvel. Y'all saw the logo for that for people who stayed for the end credits or whatever, which, again, that movie was a little long, so I guess they all just like, nah, that's okay. And all of that. Um... It's going to be fascinating seeing them blend the cosmic side of this with all the other stuff. And then, you know, Marvel got X-Men and everything now. So we got a whole much, bunch more movies to come through. And hopefully 2020, 2021 is new Black Panther for people who are just there like, I just got introduced to Black Panther. I want to party in Wakanda again. I don't want this space alien bullshit to, to ruin my joy. <laughs> you know, that's going to be coming through. And, um, whatever, too. So, I just like that they displayed a lot of guts with this joint, um, to a degree. And if you want to get, like, super deep on things, like, you know, you saw the joint with, um, Doctor Strange. Um, I don't know how many people remember this, but when he was saying that out of all these possibilities, only one that we can win. And when all the stuff happening, even he disappeared and does, he was just there, like, you know, this is the way I had to see it. And some people looked at it in terms of, oh, well, he was lying to homeboy. I'm just like, no, he probably is like, we had to go through this bullshit so that ultimately this other scenario happens, those that we win. So y'all going to see some of these people back is what I'm saying. Because of that, <laughs> because he said there was that one out of like whatever million chance. And stuff all he was like doing. No, no, no. Still and, in that joint. And this story is a that story is an ancient story. Because when you just said that, it reminded me of what I heard one of my elders talk about in relation to black people. Mm-hmm. In other words, there was, something had to happen. There's millions of years of us, whatever. And then all of a sudden there's this like intermission or interlude in that. You know what I'm saying? You know, there, 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 you know, there hasn't been, um, there hasn't been, uh, there, there's been only like a break in like maybe last 10,000 years of black people not ruling the earth. You know what I'm saying? So it's not been a long time. So it's very similar <laughs> to that. It's just a, this is decline and all of a sudden there's like, there's like something else that happened. That's the old, that's the old story. But nah, definitely big up to, um, to Marvel, to Marvel putting it, putting some of the really some of the best movies out no doubt you know and and you know they're killing it in the game man no doubt about that like bottom line no doubt about that two quick side notes with the movie one lesson you should get is don't let strange motherfuckers in your house because wakanda was chilling until they started letting mad white people in their house and whatnot and point number two um when before you punch somebody in the face 
Because I understood Star-Lord getting his feelings when he found out that Gamora, you know, was dead, or we're assuming dead right now. That entire thing at the end where Thanos saw a young girl. I don't know if, if, if she's in the Soul Stone or not, if she's actually dead. We'll find out in the next movie. But those cats... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, those cats literally had the gauntlet almost off his hand. But, you know, Homeboy lots of shit started hitting Thanos in the head. While uh, Mantis was on top of him, you know, controlling his brain and kind of, you know, having him in that zone. And I thought that was a cool flashback to when you had um, one of the previous Avengers movies where Tony Stark, like, lost his shit on um, Winter Soldier. And it was like, you know, he wasn't in control of stuff at the time, but he lost his shit and, you know, almost fucked up everything for everybody. So I thought that was like a cool correlation they had. Besides the fact sometimes, like, you know, you got to get out your feelings and achieve the mission. And then, you know, then maybe... No, no, I definitely I agree with you. I definitely thought that that was authentic with how certain people's emotions can be mm-hmm. when, like, there's some type of objective and it'd be, it could be something like that because it completely throws everything off. And, and, and the thought is that it was going to be like yeah, everything was cool. But no, nah, that's not what it was. Mm-hmm. And it's one of the things that's interesting to me because I'm like, yeah, people do get in their feelings. And you can lose, but sometimes that's going to cause you to lose the entire joint. Now, that to me was just a blatant joint. Because you literally saw Homeboy's hand coming out of the joint. And those guys were like, yo, just wait it out, man. Just a little bit, just a little bit. I understand. Control yourself. And Homeboy's still wild out. And that, to a degree, I mean, it's one of those things that's going to probably end up being faded because of, you know, the Doctor Strange joint or whatever. But it's one of those things when you watch the movie that they're like, god damn it, really? Bro, this could have been over. They could have pulled up that shit and, like, whooped his ass, you know, Strange could have put him in a portal or some shit and called it a day, but, you know, you, you got caught, you know, you, you, you got caught up, but who wouldn't get caught up when you hear some shit like that happen, you know? So it was just one of those um certain joints. Oh, and side note, that wrestler dude, um, what the hell's that dude's name? The bald wrestler dude who plays the green guy, um, Bautista. That's one of the luckiest men in acting right now. Because he's funny as shit in that role. Oh. And um, he's been doing a lot of his um, action-y slash comedy roles lately. So he's he's come up a lot. And he's one of those guys I never thought I would even give a shit about seeing in a movie. But that just shows some of that Marvel magic, man. They somehow make it work with damn near everybody who um, gets into movies. Oh. Now, people can debate on the TV shows. But I don't know, man. Like, they're magic. If y'all want to have us on a, sh- on a on a movie, hey, we're here. We could be in it for a few. We could be in it for a few seconds. Uh, Maybe part of Wakanda's radio station or something. Be, that's yeah. it. Being no, that would be lovely. Be, lovely. Being Harlem know, as part of the radio be, station for the Luke Cage listen to. I mean, we out here. I'm, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, DJ, DJ Fusion getting busy. DJ Fusion getting busy over the rise, and you see flying in air, pretty Ricky. Hey, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying, I wouldn't mind the fuse box radios into the Marvel universe. That's all I'm saying. He says, "Look, it's a bird's the plane, Negroes in the UFO, hitting you with the funk in your brain." Yeah, saying. I'm just saying, Stan Lee's in every movie. We can be in it for five seconds as as extras. I mean, I'm saying because I mean because I mean because some of the like the the messages in the movie, like some of the, the X Men is whatever whatever is you know dealing with sciences and you know the, the, and, and the Earth and energy and and that's just what we're already into. So it's like, yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying. 
That'd be all good. Big up to them. Quality Entertainment. No doubt. <coughs> yes, <man. coughs> Excuse me. No doubt, no doubt. And, um, oh, Solo opens soon. Shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, I'm always going to dig something that's related to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I am about to say, I had, I had a memory. Yeah, Memorial Day black. weekend's right around the corner, so it's going to be... um. A big movie weekend. It, it had me more curious after I see the long preview. Like I'm, I've never been anti Star Wars. If anything, these latest movies have me more into the franchise than I've ever been. Honestly, besides the original um trilogy. But um, I'm curious about it. Like I'm not expecting nobody to be like Harrison Ford to Electric Boogaloo or anything. But I'm gonna need <laughs> this um young dude to sell me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, well, Billy D co-signed Donald Glover as um, Lando or whatever, so I'm assuming he's already seen the movie and whatnot. And um, I just like how they have the action looking going on and whatnot. So I'm hoping that um, that is going to be dope and stuff. And okay, people online are drooling over Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger, apparently chestless. And we've already seen his chest; it's nice. No, 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 definitely, definitely, definitely want to give it, give it, give a shout out to my loved ones and um, most praises to the Most High God. Uh, four days from now will be my my born day, no doubt. And um, definitely, I feel the best. Last time I felt. As good as I felt now is when there was a lot of people who passed on were still around, and so and 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 there were more people who were genuine were around me, and there are less who are like that. But I still have it within. So um, there's still a lot of the, the real cats are left. It's just not as many. Some have just passed, and some have just moved away, and you know, or or, or you know, or not coming back east again or what have you, what have you. So, but it's all good. I just um, definitely big out, big shout out to Fusion, and uh, you know everybody that's um, continue to be listening. We're gonna definitely continue to keep it going on and upward to keep on pump worth. And of course, Fusion, what's the word? Yep, yep, yep. Um, I think we even got some good talk in there. And, you know, we'll be talking anyway, but pre-early happy birthday shout-out before they put you in the old folks' home and everything, you know, and all that. <laughs> you know. Now they're going to put me on the UFO for the righteous. You know, take, yes, take, 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 take vitamins <laughs> and all that. You know, we can't be having you breaking bones and stuff while you're doing this show and and doing other things. Yeah, man, I'm going to keep it pretty, keep it funky. Uh, yeah, you know I'm saying keep keep it witty and giddy. Of course, pretty in New York City. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, fuse box gonna rock it out right one time. DJ Fusion, Saw Blackhawk. We about to blast off. Yes, yes, indeed. Fuse box radio, Black Radio was back. Dot com. Um, bringing the balance back to Black Radio each and every single right. week. We're about to get into the other parts of the show this week. And I'm going to keep on keeping on. As we always say, I've got to love or like everything that we say. But if it sparks some thought, 
in your mind a conversation or whatever we've done our job as quality independent media and of course black media at large so yep here we go fuse box radio getting into it all right peace you can listen to the fuse box radio broadcast via itunes stitcher tune in radio podcast addict and your other favorite podcast players Check out the Fusebox Radio's official website for our latest episodes, events, and more at FuseboxRadioOnline.com. You can also visit us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Fusebox Radio Show, Twitter at Twitter.com slash Fusebox Radio, and Instagram at Instagram.com slash Fusebox Radio. Feel free to contact us at FuseboxRadio at gmail.com to submit music for airplay consideration, 